From the office of the Daily Pretty, this is Be The Girl Podcast, created for women by women. We're talking topics across business, career, and balance. Each episode will give you advice, real-life examples and experiences, practical tools and knowledge that you can implement in your own life every day to feel empowered and motivated to step out of your comfort zone and realize your true worth and capabilities. We bring you conversations with entrepreneurial and career-driven women who know their stuff, they live it and love it, and they want to share it with you. Welcome to the Be The Girl Squad. We've got just what you need. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Be The Girl Podcast. My guest today is Jada Perfect, the boss lady behind Boss Lady Events, Boss Media Co, and Sesame Pizza. The key takeaways you will get from today's episode are how to effectively manage and juggle multiple priorities from career to study to business, knowing when and how to expand and how to take your business to the next level, and the power and benefits of networking events for women today. Let's take a look at Jada's resume. Jada started Boss Lady Events when she was finishing up her Masters in Business in 2018. It was originally developed from providing her friends with business advice and throwing great parties. She combined both her passion for small business, meeting up with girlfriends and coaching them along their business journey to create these quarterly luxe networking events. After 12 months, it quickly developed into educational workshops for business owners and now one-on-one business coaching. As many of her clients wanted additional services, Jada has recently launched the creative agency Boss Media Co. Her end goal is to be the one-stop business shop from creativity to support and business execution. Jada is a hardworking and driven individual who gives everything 110%. And with saying that, she also juggles her third business, Sesame Pizza. This family business has been owned by her husband for the last 18 years. And over the last six years, she has taken the business in a new direction. I absolutely love chatting to Jada and we shared a common outlook and mindset on so many topics. Let's get into the conversation. Hi, Jada. How are you today? Hi, good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm very excited to have you here today to talk about Boss Lady events and then also your creative agency and your pizza shop. Thanks, Hayley. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here, so thank you. We've got a lot to talk about across your... We do. Yeah, across your three different (laughs) businesses and I'm really um, interested to get just your knowledge and wealth of experience across your different businesses because they are quite diverse. So I'm really excited to hear some of your top tips and just valuable business advice and information for our audience. I'm so happy to share it all with you. Wonderful. So let's start it off a bit about your professional background and experience. So bought my first business at 19 years old. So started off, you know, quite early on and throughout from then until now, I've owned and operated seven businesses. So some have been successful, some have been unsuccessful, um, some have been what I like to call lessons learnt, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. where I just have obviously, you know, found where, what I like, what I don't like. Since doing that as well, I've always been working full time and 
previously for the last eight years, I was also studying part-time as well. So I just completed my master's in business last year. Wow, congratulations. Busy. (laughs) Thank you. It's a long time coming, but, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Mm -hmm. Such (laughs) an achievement. (laughs) So you've definitely experienced that mix of um, having a business, but then also career and then study sort of over the last quite a long period of time when you yeah yeah, when you bought your first business so that was an established business already was it yeah so that was actually owned and operated previously by my mum so it was a catering company yeah and it used to do 13 exclusive shows per year um, across three days so it was like a roll-in roll-out cafe catering style business so I already knew the ins and outs of the business I was really confident with it um, obviously had that pressure from my mum where she wanted me to step up and, you know, buy it from her and take over. Mm-hmm. So it was probably a little bit like, oh, my God, I was a bit scared at the start. But obviously, you know, once I got in there, I, I already knew everything. So I had that confidence behind me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pre- already established. Okay. And then at 19, because that's quite young, that would have been, yeah. Um, yeah, quite an amazing experience and a, a very – uh, good intro into the business world, I'd imagine. Yeah, was ch- very challenging. Um, I obviously, you know, was very hands-on, pro- started to learn to problem-solve, manage staff from an early age. So it was a really, really good experience. My background prior to then was working part-time at, like, you know, your local supermarket and McDonald's. And mm-hmm. I actually learned a lot of skills from working um, back at McDonald's that I still use today. So I definitely... Uh, credit them for the training program that they provide because that's what really took me through to that first business at at 19 years old. It's really interesting with a global company like McDonald's, um, the training program that they provide is, it's outstanding. Like it really is. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It really is world-class and I've, a lot of people, I, um, uh, like I worked at McDonald's myself when I was young. Oh, really? Yeah, when a I was in school. Did. My husband did, my sister, so many people. Yeah, and when if it's your first job when you're sort of, you know, however, 15 or, or whatever, um, it's such a good introduction into your first job and just the skills that they teach you and, and how they go about it. It's, it's really quite incredible. Yeah. I hmm. agree completely. And great structure in the training as well. Definitely. That's what I respond to. So obviously learning that from an early age was a positive step in my career immediately from my first job. Fantastic. If we fast forward to now and let's talk about Boss Lady Events, which is your your passion and your main business that you have. So why why Boss Lady Events? So Boss Ladies came about when I was, you know, in between finishing my master's and obviously I was running my, I run my husband's pizza shop, which he's had for 18 years. So it was integrating my passion and my purpose together once I had finished my master's. And it was really just, I wanted to have an opportunity to see my girlfriends more often. I wanted to talk about things that were more meaningful. I wanted to, you know, impact each other's lives positively and have an excuse to dress up and and go out and have a good time. So all of those things, plus I love and I'm passionate about small business. So it was just really seeing that opportunity and putting those pieces of the puzzle together to say, hey, let me do something with these things that I love and that I'm great at and that I enjoy 
and that's how Boss Ladies came about. So it's it's grown a lot since the first event. Uh, we now don't just do, you know, networking events. We do educational workshops. I do business coaching, business support, and then obviously launched other businesses on the side. So it's just been growing and obviously myself and my team, we've adapted to what our customers need. And, mm-hmm. and that's how it's kind of all, all came about as well. So it's been really exciting. Absolutely. That would have been to see that come into fruition and then where you're up to now. How many events do you think that you would have run so far? I've done seven events so far. So I usually do them quarterly. Plus we're moving in at the moment to event management, event execution for externals where we we organise events for other people. So it's moving into different avenues um, really quickly just really seizing those opportunities and seeing what we can do to service our clients and support them, you know, on their business journey. So providing a event management service as well as um, your own uh, boss lady branded events. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we really, what I really want to be is the one-stop business shop. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll be I'm building towards. So at the moment we do the you know, support networking events and we educate business owners. Um, now we're doing things like, you know, masterclasses, events, all different, you know, business launches, all different types of events and support for business owners. So it's just, we're just moving with it. These are skills that I already have within myself and my team. So we're just servicing what our clients are asking for. So it's moving into different directions. That's really exciting. And I, I always yeah. love to hear those stories where you start in a particular place, but then you just move and grow with what your customers, what they need. What they and need. Want. Yep. Yeah, and you adapt your skills. And, um, and I definitely think that's part of the entrepreneurial journey is adapting quickly, making split decisions and, you know, following through and being able to perform for what your clients need. That, that's what we that's what we do at Boss Lady Events. Why do you think events like these are so important for women? For me personally, I think it comes down to building confidence um, and being around others that are in the same headspace as you. An example would be that, you know, if your family are usually your closest support network and your friends, but if they're not business owners and, you know, or entrepreneurs or in that same mindset as you, then they won't understand what you're going through and they won't be able to speak to you and support you on that same level that someone in the same position that you're in, in the same headspace with the same, you know, long-term vision of success, what it looks like for them is what it looks like for you. I feel as if that that's what, you know, the, these events are for, to get to know people that are in a similar position to you and being able to support each other and understand that you're not alone and that mm. there's other people around there that feel and are doing something similar to what you are, being there for each other. So it's growing friendships, building confidence, and just, you know, um, I think it's pushing the boundaries. Just having those conversations with other women that are going through the same thing or have experienced it, or perhaps, yeah, yeah perhaps there's something that you've experienced before that they're now coming across and sometimes it's the unknown as well it's like something may happen and you're like is that normal am I doing things right and it's just asking someone that's in a similar position that has possibly been where you are now and saying hey I've been there this is what happened to me Mm. um you know everything's going to be okay it's just hearing Mm -hmm. those words of comfort to know that you're on the right track and you know things 
things are heading in the right direction. It's having that support network there. Definitely. It's, this is normal. It's, it's not just happening to you. You're not alone. So yeah. it's, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and in business that we do tend to find that we, we do feel really isolated and alone at times. So we need that extra support there. Definitely. What can women expect to get from these events when they attend? So apart from what we've just spoken about, that sharing experiences and advice. So sort of the format, is it, do you have guest speakers? Is it, how do you sort of run those events? So what we, what I usually do is pick a topic choice. And then from that topic choice, I look and see who I'm inspired by. And then I reach out to those people to possibly speak on a panel. Mm-hmm. It's more of an open panel where, you know, I ask direct questions around the topic or the theme of the day and they're just really sharing their experiences, talking about their journey, sharing tips, tricks, insights. It, it's, it can go anywhere. It's organic. So mm-hmm. it can, it really just depends on, you know, what they answer in terms of what I ask and the audience can definitely ask questions as well. So it's like an interactive conversation but it's around a certain topic choice. I love that. It sounds amazing. That's really good. Mm, fantastic. And through these networking events that you're running, what do you find that you get from them personally? Well, I get inspired as well because mm. I'm inspired by those people coming there and sharing with me their story. And you know, a lot of my clients and a lot of my guests, they share really intimate thoughts and feelings with me um, about, you know, what's on their mind. So I get to build their confidence. I get to reassure them. I'm that person that's at the front saying, you can do this. So I get, I get inspired by them. I'm inspired by their stories. And I also get obligation as well to myself. So, you know, the more people I meet and the more my business is growing, the more obligated I am to to grow my business for these ladies and, you know, impact their lives and support them in whatever way I can. So I definitely would say inspiration and also at the same time obligation as well to, you know, pursue my full potential Mm, to to push myself to the limits as well. So it's beneficial for both, both them and for me. (laughs) Mm, Absolutely. Would you say that these events have been pretty critical for your own knowledge and professional development with what you've learned just in the seven events so far how critical have you found that to be because I know personally something for me just doing a podcast for instance I find every single interview every person I talk to after it I just think wow that was so inspiring and yeah it's really professional development but in a whole different way to that traditional way do you find that's similar to to your events oh definitely well what I always find as well is that once you meet someone face to face it's a completely different relationship whether you're you know meeting them through a podcast or online or you know dming them or emailing them when you've built that relationship face to face even just by saying hi how are you quick hello Mm. um, I definitely find that it it takes that support online to the next level because they become invested in you as you are in them. Mm. So look, with these events for my development, my biggest development would definitely be my people skills. So I'm coming across a lot of different personality types, a lot of people in different industries, you know, vulnerabilities. There's, There's so many different characteristics of each lady that comes along. So I'm developing my skills through that way. So I think personal development for me is definitely, you know, learning how to communicate more clearly, 
understanding that people have different ways of interpreting, you know, body language, mm. uh, your tone of voice, the way that you speak, how you deliver your message. So it's just, for me, it's definitely people skills. The development of my people skills is huge. Mm. And do you have um, a memorable moment that you'd like to share from one of your events? Oh, wow. I just have so many, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, I can imagine. Because <laughs> um, yeah. at every event, it's just like, wow. Mm. That's how I constantly feel. Um, I'm just like overwhelmed. I'm so humbled by, you know, people coming along and putting that trust in me that, you know, I'll deliver what I promise. Probably my very first public event was my biggest wow and most memorable moment because it, my original my original event, the very first one I had was I pitched my idea and my thought to six ladies that, you know, were in my network, whether it was professionally or personally respected and was inspired by. I invited them to my first event and I really just pitched to them what my thought was. So going from there to my first public event where I, you know, shared myself online and I've put it out to the public and I had 30 people I didn't know attend I think that was my biggest like my most memorable moment where I really thought wow I'm doing what I said I was going to do and and people trust that I can do that so I think that was my biggest moment where I really thought wow this is like it was the most humbling that's an amazing achievement 30 like for your first event 30 people that would have been yeah very humbling and so exciting I can imagine. Um, a great learning experience as well at the same time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> blindsided. Like I've always done events. I've mm. always, you know, I was that person that was planning people's birthdays and helping them plan their weddings and things like that. So I've always have done events, but to do an event for a business or for, you know, as a business was completely different. So it felt like I was going in blindsided. But mm-hmm. with all the ladies, they gave me great feedback, um, definitely things I could improve on, things that they loved, things that worked really well. So it was it was really good. The amount of coordination prior to one of these events. So how do you, it'd be really interesting if we could just chat about that a little bit. So from concept through to event day, if you could just give me a bit of a, an overview of, of what goes into that. So it's only really recently now that we've, you know, myself and my team have started to do event management that I've put it pen to paper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Previously, I was just doing it from my mind. So it it really just works out like, you know, I source the venue. I've already got an idea of what venue I'm going to. Mm -hmm. I approach them, talk to them about what I'm wanting, lock in a date. I already have, you know, scattered the speakers without kind of them realizing. Then I proposition the speakers. Um, let them know, you know, what I stand for, uh, usually over a coffee or through, a, you know, a FaceTime call. Uh, talk to them about what my brand stands for, why I've chosen them. I let them know why I'm inspired by them or why I've chosen them to come along. Um, I've got sponsors, goodie bags, and then it's it's really just all the pre-event work. Mm-hmm. On the day, it's going to work out depending on how much you've done before the event. And how many do you have... Uh, in your team at the moment for your events? About five or six. Okay. So my mum comes in as well. She helps. She's always the sign-in chick. Yeah. Um, or we call her the, you know, the door bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's usually my mum at the door and she greets everyone, signs them in. Um, yeah. And then once they come in, I'm usually there to like, you know, say hi. And I've got four. So 
four four ladies plus myself and then obviously my mum as well. She comes to every event. So awesome to have her supporting you and Yeah, it's really nice. I, yeah, that would be wonderful for her to see too remembering back to when you were nineteen yeah. and um took taking over that business to to doing the events with you now. It's awesome. And it's a great talking point too, because people will come up to me and be like, The lady at the door, is that your mum? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> and then they it's like everyone laughs. They're like, Oh, I thought so, I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, it is, it's my mum. Uh, and then they start to like it's a really good icebreaker because people come in instantly thinking is that her mom or not so when they start to speak to me they instantly feel more comfortable because they're it's a talking point mm, mm, yeah and I think too it adds that little bit of almost like authenticity or something a little bit extra I think just having you know family members there to help and support it's always wonderful well, even with my pizza shop, you know, we're a family business. My first business I bought from my mum, that's a family business. My sister works for me as well. So she's integrated into, you know, all of my businesses. So it's just, we're a small family. So we're really tight knit. Mm. So we're always involved with what each other's doing and supporting each other. So it's really nice. It's great to have them there and, you know, have that support as well. In addition to your events, you also have Boss Media Co., which is your creative agency. Yeah, that's right. So can you tell me how this came about? So Boss Media Co, we launched just a couple of months ago, kind of came about because a lot of my clients that I coach or come to events and things like that were asking me about my social media platform, especially in today's, you know, the the times now with, 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 you know, Instagram and Facebook and things like that with the organic growth, it's really hard to grow a following or harder than what it's been previously. So a lot of people were asking me who does your social media, who writes your captions for you, um, who does your content. And I was like, oh, me, me, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all me because, you know, as any startup is, most of the time you play every role in that business. So I also had a lot of people coming to me asking me, you know, who's capturing my videos, who's, you know, does my branding, my logos, all of these type of things. And I was constantly answering with me or, you know, one of my girls that works with me. So I seen an opportunity there in the market. I pretty much just shared or listened to what my clients were asking for. And then I have opened another door to what they need. Mm-hmm. Already had people, you know, two, my two girls with me, uh, Taylor and New, and they were, you know, capturing and, and doing all the creative side of the things for Boss 80 events. So I thought, wow, why don't we expand and we can service what our clients need? So capturing videos for them, uh, we manage social media accounts, we do all branding, logos, photo shoots. Uh, so everything in the creative you know, side of things. So they do that for, for the business. And that, that's how that's pretty much came about. We just listened to what our clients were asking for and then now we're servicing that demand. That you're able to not only identify that but then put it into action and to be able to provide that next sort of level of service to to clients it's definitely yeah how you mentioned you want to progress into that sort of one-stop shop because as business owners like you know we don't have time to be as bad as it may sound it's shopping around Mm. and building relationships with people that we trust so if there's one place that you've got that already. You're going to go to that place and get everything that you need. And that's what we will be. What That's what we're working towards being. So we'll expand into other things 
later, later, later down the track. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, you know, for startups or people that are looking to rebrand or, you know, even with my husband's business, when I first met him, it was, you know, in the mature stage, it was going well, but I came in with fresh eyes and have taken it back into the growth stage by simply making a few changes. So that's what we can do for other business owners as well. That's what we, we do do. Because it can be so overwhelming for whether you're a startup, small business or more mature business, it can just get so overwhelming trying to do everything. So if oh, you can mm, outsource even just a couple of things to um, a company that you trust and you know the quality of their work and you have a really good rapport with, then just the relief that can bring to a business owner is, yeah, it's priceless. So Definitely. And I just think as well like the situation that I've been in, you know, I know what it's been like to, you know, be a startup. I know what it's like to buy an established business. Obviously, I've worked for another comp for a big, I worked for a big corporation for se- over seven years. So I've s- sat in those seats of different people of different, you know, positions. So it's really just finding what I needed, what I was like, you know, I was paying in the very early days, you know, between four and a thousand dollars a video. I have that in my budget. People don't have that in their budget. Mm. So it's about being affordable but still being able, being able to produce great content or, you know, learning how to use your iPhone properly so that you can actually capture videos, not being afraid to get in front of the camera to, you know, build your personal brand through your business so that your clients can connect with you. So many things that people just don't know about. They don't know to do that. They know how to, you know, produce or do great hair, for example, if they're a hairdresser, but do they know all the ins and outs of how to get that person in their seat? A lot of the time they don't how to visually connect with them through the brand. So that's what we're here. We we can cover all of that and support you. And it's so valuable because you have had that broad range of experience. You've been a business owner, you've worked in the corporate world and you've, you've navigated it all different times in your life while you're studying, yeah. working. So I, th- I feel like you would have that really good understanding of where people are coming from what their challenges are and what they yeah. need and how, how you can help them and just make it easy for them to engage yeah. with you for sure. Definitely. And I can, I'm relatable because I, I'm actually authentically and being genuine when I say I know what it's like because I've been there. Mm. I've sat in this that you're in. I'm in that, I've been in that headspace that you're in at the moment. Yeah, it is so valuable. And even just having a resource to be able to ask those questions too and know that you're going to get a genuine response and not someone who's just yeah so sell- I'm very selling <laughs> yeah even sometimes I'll say to you know clients that I coach I'm like no I need to tell you something but you're not going to like this mm. <laughs> and they're like okay but I'm like at least you know like you know what you're getting from me because I'm on a, always going to be real with you I'm not going to butter you up I'm going to be honest I find that a lot of people actually respond to that positively when you how you deliver that message. Again, I'm learning that through developing my people skills that some people can't take it just like, hey, this is the way it needs to be. Some people need to have that warning of, hey, I'm about to tell you something and you might not like it. Mm-hmm. So again, this all comes back to working with different people and these are skills I'm learning throughout my journey. And I think at the end of the day too, it's a good learning experience for them because once they get through that initial, oh, you may not want to hear this, but once they listen and take it on board and actually realize, 
okay, this is just advice to try and help me, then, yeah. you know, I think at the end of it, they'd be grateful and say, oh, you know, thank you so much for actually being real and honest. And mm. even though it might be hard lessons sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. They're often the things that you learn the most from that have that yeah. can affect the biggest and best change. So definitely. And I get um, so many you know, clients writing messages to me and I encourage everyone online to, you know, slide into the DMs. Um, mm. So mm-hmm. I get a lot of clients giving me feedback and telling me, you know, intimate thoughts or way that they're feeling or, you know, how my business or, you know, my team or myself have impacted their life or made them reassess things that they've been doing. So there's like, it's not always financial reward that people are searching for. Sometimes it's just knowing that you've actually impacted someone's life positively and they've made a change and that mm. they have, you know, gotten to know their self a bit better just from a comment that you've made on a live in the car or so it's, it's like so touchy. Definitely. And it can just change someone's mindset or how they're feeling about a particular yeah, challenge. Yeah, perspective. Mm, if they're feeling like, oh, this is just so hard and it's I'm never going to be able to get through the other side on this. And it yeah. can just take one piece of advice or even just, like you said, a comment or you, they ask you a question and you just give them the answer that they need to, to push it through, yeah. then that's it's just so valuable. So when it comes to branding, what do you think is the most important factors that we could, should consider when putting branding together? So whether it's a personal brand or a business, what do you think are the most important things to consider? I definitely think that you need to be showcasing what your values are and your message through your visual branding. So for example, you know, creating content, if you're creating content or you're outsourcing to have content created, um, it needs to reflect what your values stand for because you want it to be, you know, communicated clearly. So that goes through many different forms. So through your colors, you know, connecting with people's emotions through colors, um, Recently, we just done um, a teeth whitening company and they wanted to use a color, uh, which from memory was teal. And I said, I'll check out the color chart and have a look and see. And then she responded with, yes, I'm definitely not using teal. Because you want that color to spark, it's color sparks emotion. So, you know, it's important that you're using the right colors to reflect your brand, um, the way that you're writing your text, how you're captioning, like, captioning your your actual visuals through social media and the content that you're producing. So, and doing this, I always say authentically just be yourself, like walk, talk and be your brand. So even with me, for example, a lot of people will be like, oh, boss lady events. How do I know that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, wait, are you the pink? Everything's pink. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) So I always try to, you know, even if I'm wearing like all black, I might put like a pink clip in my hair or wear pink shoes or I've got a pink bag or pink nail polish. So I'm always walking and talking my brand so that people are like, oh, that's the chick that's, you know, got everything pink. So branding, it comes down to being being your brand, like authentically. Being genuine as well because yeah. people want to buy into the story more and engage with it. Oh, definitely. Well, people want to be part of it. Like no one wants to be the person that standing on the outside alone they want to be part of something and you do that through your brand so everyone that starts a business you're you're building a tribe of customers you're building a tribe of followers you're you know people that are 
purchasing from you or using your services are invested into your business. So you need to make sure that you're, you know, portraying what your brand stands for through branding. So much more than just transactional um, buying and selling these days. It's definitely Definitely. building that community and that, as you mentioned, that, that tribe and that trust and they appreciate that you've got an authentic brand and they align with your values. It's definitely yeah. more than just buying something and that's that's it. It's definitely more community-based these days, I feel. And you're wanting those people to return as well, you know, just in it for the sale to get that one transaction. Then, yeah, you might be able to get that one transaction out of a lot of people, but by the time word spreads, if it's not, genuine a great experience and they stand by your values and your product then they're not going to return so it's unfortunately that's sad to say but it's just a matter of time before things will not continue to progress because people are losing trust in you it's definitely very valuable advice it'd be good to talk about one of your while we're in sort of the branding world it would be good to talk about for instance what goes into a photo shoot because this can be something that can be quite overwhelming for people, new business owners or even people who are just starting a personal brand. What goes into planning a photo shoot and what advice would you give to anyone in a business who is thinking of doing either their first photo shoot or how they can perhaps improve their next content shoot so it goes Mm -hmm. smoother or the outcome that they want comes about so I think being really clear on the reason that you're shooting so if you know you're trying to showcase a product or a special for the month or is it a campaign or you're just trying to create content to fuel your feed or is it an event it it really depends on what it is that you're trying to trying to do so the first thing is definitely what's the reason for shooting for that day Um, we talk them through the visuals, like what they're wanting to see. Are they wanting to get, you know, if it's a food business, for example, are they wanting to capture just people eating food? Are they wanting to capture what the food looks like? Is it the preparation? Is it, you know, the final product? So it's finding out what exactly it is that they're needing. And then with ours, we provide suggestions. So through like visual boards or, you know, looking at other images or previous work. So that's how how we kind of do it. But with a photo shoot, my biggest advice is definitely prepare with a brief. So be clear on what you're wanting. If you're a food company um, and you're wanting to get, you know, a pizza, pasta, garlic bread and drink photo, then make sure you've got that on your brief that they're the must-have shots. Nothing worse than setting up a photo shoot, wasting all that time, energy and money, and then not getting the shots that you actually need. So pre-planning is really important. And then with that pre-planning, it comes down to, you know, making sure you've got great lighting, whether it be, you know, a natural light or light that you need to bring in. Are you getting a photographer in or are you capturing yourself? So there's so many different ways. But with content, with capturing content, for example, with your business, if you've got an iPhone with a good quality camera and they all do these days and some natural lighting, Or if you can't get natural lighting, then you can just buy a ring light um, and you can use that for pretty much everything. Then you're pretty much set to go. You can capture those images yourself. Even if you're not editing the photos or you're not confident in editing, um, then you you can definitely get shots with great lighting. 
The iPhones are definitely super impressive. How good are they, aren't they? Yeah. How did we live without them before? I know. (laughs) (laughs) We're so lucky to have all of these amazing tools just at our fingertips. So Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I could not live without my iPhone. (laughs) Mm, Definitely. So, yeah, I think with the photo shoots, it really just comes down to pre-planning, knowing what images you're wanting and making sure you've got, you know, a clear either iPhone or don't want to say Android because I'm not with, I'm not with the Android, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but a good clear iPhone. Or, you know, even more so, if you've got it in your budget, then get a professional. There's a lot of professionals out there that can work within your budget um, as long as, you know, you're working fast-paced. Let them know what the budget is and they'd be more than happy to work with you. I know that that's what we do at Boss Media Co. We've definitely got, you know, we have clients come and they say, this is my budget, but this is what I need. And we work within what the means are. Mm-hmm. You might not get 50 images, but if you get 10 or 20, it's better than none. So having that clear brief and being organised on the day. Definitely. So if, if it is time critical, if you've only got yep. an hour, then get in, be organised, get the shots and yep. and then you're done. Mm. And know what you're wanting. Yeah, definitely. It all comes down to planning. Absolutely. Pre-planning. Okay, so when it comes to social media and business, what type of content do you think in sort of the Instagram world 2019 really engages audiences and communities do you find a mix of video gtv as well as photos like having a really good variety is a better option rather than just sticking with photo feed definitely i think these days you need to do a bit of everything uh i definitely think the the biggest thing you need to be online is be yourself People Mm. can see when you're getting online and you're like, hi, everyone, how are you? But that's not really how you speak. You would be like, hey, everyone, how's it going? Mm. So getting online and actually being yourself, like if you, like I know with me, I am not like a funny person, but I say lame jokes all the time and (laughs) then I laugh at myself because I think that's funny because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so lame and I laugh. Yeah. Um, So just, you know, being yourself and actually giving it a go like a lot of my clients I find when I say okay cool so you know this month your task is to do a live and they're like freaking out oh my god (laughs) but you know I can't delete it I'm like but who cares like Mm. that's just be yourself just get on there and be like hey you know I'm Jada from Boss Lady Events this is my first live I'm actually really nervous but my business coach has told me today I need to push myself and get myself out there a bit more. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to try to do my best to do a few more lives and get more comfortable. Your audience will connect with that because there'll be there's definitely people watching feeling the same way. They'll get to the end and, and think, oh, well, maybe I should give it a go. Maybe if, I yeah, should yeah. give it a go. Mm. Yeah. And each time, like I know my first video with me, as soon as the camera was there, I was like, oh, my God, what's my name? Who am I? Where am I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't remember anything. I was like, I'm completely blank. Don't yeah. know my name right now. <laughs> but as time goes on, you get more comfortable. So I definitely think just giving it a go, like what's the worst thing that's going to happen? It's going to be great, but no one's is great the first time. No one's is great the first 20 times, but it's the more you do it, the better that you'll get at it. So definitely doing lives, um, being yourself, you know, authentically, 
If you're a funny person, be funny. If you're super loud, be loud. If you're shy, let your shy personality come through. Tell your audience, look, I'm so shy. I'm freaking out right now. Tell them. Tell them what you're thinking. Share it with them. So put out something because it's always better to produce something, whether it's a photo, video, IGTV or, you know, doing a live, doing a story, sharing the process of what you actually do because for you that's normal. It's normal for me to plan an event, but other people don't know what goes into actually all the back work of what an event does behind the scenes to make that day happen. So share that with them. Your audience are watching because they want to see what you do, what you're up to, what you're like. They want to get to know you. So let them. Um, I think as well, I know my husband made a really good point to me, you know, a little while ago, hate to admit this, but he did. Um, And he said to me, do you, do you want to be the person that's being watched or do you want to be the one that's watching? And I really was like, oh, wow, that's so powerful because if you're not producing anything, if you're not putting out anything, then you can't be watched because you're not producing anything. So anything is better than nothing. Even if it's, you know, you're thinking it's rubbish or whatever it might be, Putting something out there is better than putting nothing out there. So I think just not overanalyzing, uh, you know, capturing content, being yourself, being like authentic. These are all the things that gets your audience engaged and that's what builds communities. That's what I've done personally. And posting regularly as well is another huge one um, for me because if you're not consistent and you're not regularly there, then, you know, in this day and age, people forget about you. People, if you're not there to be seen, then you're forgotten. So much content There's and so, so much. much to absorb people. Whatever's yep. in front of them, that's what they'll absorb. And I like how you said having a go is just have a go because yeah. everyone started somewhere with what they're doing. Um, so what I always say to my clients is if you scroll way back when, just you know, for a laugh, scroll right back to the beginning of my feed and you'll see the content I was producing early on. And then usually they do it and then they come back and they're like, oh, I watched your first video. I'm like, did you laugh? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, see? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, see, that's like everyone starts somewhere. So just give it a go. Like get out there and try something because if you're doing nothing, then you're not going to progress or improve. And I usually find that that gets a lot of people really thinking, you know what, you're right, that's right, I'm going to I'm gonna try it. Mm, just stepping out of your comfort zone and trying it because if you don't, then you'll never know and you'll never yeah. improve and you'll never be able to do it. So Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's I love that. It's, it can be hard, you know, it's definitely... It's really hard. It's a challenge for most of us. But once you do it, it's kind of, you just think, wow, I actually did that. And it's, um, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing is as well, business is hard. That's the truth. Business is really hard. So if if these are things that you're struggling with now, then you need to keep working on it. Because if you don't, you will get eaten up out there in the business world. It's persistence and being able to constantly push yourself and push your own boundaries. Don't put up false boundaries for yourself, thinking that you can't do something or achieve it if you haven't even tried it. So just, yeah, have a go. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And negative negative talk is a definite no-no. 
Like I find so many people do a lot of negative affirmations and a lot of negative talk. So that's something I'm really working on with myself, but definitely not not doing that or being, you know, aware that you are doing that and saying to yourself, you need to stop. It's yourself that you can't do it or you're not capable yeah, before you even definitely. try. So Before you've even tried, yeah. So let's talk a bit now about your other business, the pizza shop. So yep. as I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier in the episode, it's, you've got a very diverse business range. So tell me a little bit about the pizza shop and, and how, how that came to be. You said that's more of a mature family business. Yeah. So the pizza shop is actually owned by my husband. So he's had it for the last 18 years. It's called Sesame Pizza and it's in Hasselgrove in New South Wales. So he bought that when he was around about 21 years old. Um, you know, not really, he, he didn't go to university or, or anything like that. So, you know, pizza became his trade, <laughs> as we like mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. Um, bought his business and pretty much, you know, invested all of his his time into learning and mastering, you know, making pizzas because it actually is quite a, a challenging, challenging thing to do. Um, and then six years ago I came into the business when I got made redundant from, you know, a financial provider that I worked for in the corporate world and I came in we were you know we were dating early on and I used to go into the shop and the phone would be ringing and I would just grab it so when I got made redundant I just kind of you know pushed myself into the business Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and you know do what women do and take over so you know implemented policies procedures uh we done a renovation we looked at doing a new menu, new flyers, rebranding. So we made a lot of changes to take the business in, you know, back into the growth stage. It was doing really well already, to be honest with you. Um, but since I've come along, you know, we've, we've doubled in terms of numbers. Our team has grown. Uh, we're now more consistent. We're more, you know, we've got uniforms. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got an online ordering system. We're on social media. So just a lot of things that he hadn't he hadn't done previously. I came in and, and did do that, so it it works really well. Um, and I run that business full time now as well. So I've got grown a team. I've got a manager there as well. So we've got more more time and you know m- more expertise in the business, more hands to help, so mm-hmm. that we can take a bit more of a step back and and do do other things that we you know we love and we're passionate about. How do you go about balancing or working the three different things that you've got going on in your life, ways that you approach your day in terms of having to to juggle many things and have different priorities? So definitely over the years I have learnt to delegate. A lot of people think that I'm doing absolutely everything in the business and the truth is I'm not. Um, I'm more the person that's managing and working on the business rather than in it. With the pizza shop for the last two years, I've been, you know, coaching and mentoring a manager to come in and run the business the way that I want it. And, you know, I've got a great team behind me. So it's definitely about employing people and knowing when you need help and being able to ask for it. At, at the end of the day, like, no, there's no I in team. So it's it's about finding that balance of people around you that can do things you can't do or, the, you know, there's people out there that can do things better than you can do and, and giving them the reins in that. So for me, it comes down to planning. Um, I, I'm an absolute 
the truth is an organized freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I can literally tell you where I'll be in a month's time at this time and schedule absolutely everything in, even to have dates with my friends, with my girlfriends, to go to the gym, to walk my dogs, everything's scheduled in. Because if it's not scheduled in, then for me, it's chaos and I can't manage because I've got so much happening, so much on the go. Um, with the pizza shop, it operates from 5 till 10, seven days a week. So Boss Media and Boss Lady Events, they open, they operate from 9 till 5, five days a week, weekdays. So even when I was making the decision to do uh, Boss Lady Events, I worked it around the pizza shop. So, for example, events are on Sundays or Mondays because they're my days off at the pizza shop, so it's not, it's not affected. Uh, with my educational workshops, I usually do them on Thursday nights because, again, I um, don't work on Thursday nights either. So I've worked my businesses around the pizza shop because that's where my income is coming from. That's what supports and, you know, that's what where all the funds come from for us to live and manage our life. So when I've developed my other businesses, they work around that. Uh, just recently we were in an office space and we it wasn't working for us. Um, so we've actually moved the office of Boss Ladies and Boss Media Co. into the pizza shop in the daytime. So in the day we work from the pizza shop. So it all works really smoothly together because at 5 o'clock I stand up out of my Boss Lady chair and if I need to be at the pizza shop, I literally walk five steps and I'm there. All of my teams are there. My three teams are all in one space. So if I need to, you know, go from Boss Ladies over to the pizza shop or over to Boss Media Co., I'm able to just do that really quickly and really easily because everything's in the one space. In terms of, you know, creating that image that everyone wants to portray, that's not there, but that's just, it's not the way I am. That's how I manage. I, you know, integrate my teams together. I've integrated my businesses together. I've worked them around each other to make sure that if need be, if I need to be, in, you know, 10 places at once, I actually can be because Boss Lady Events and Boss Media Co. in the daytime and the pizza shop is at nighttime. So it's a lot of hours I work, I'll be honest with you, it is, but it just, I've made it work. Plus I've got a great team from all three businesses around me. So any extra pressure or delegating or, you know, whatever it is I need, I've got someone in my team that I've there to support me so I think that's my secret that's my secret to success is just like working with it and planning and organizing being on top of things structuring how your businesses work and complement each other I think that's such a great definitely a great tip so that they're not competing against each other they're actually working in together and making your life easier by doing just little things like that Mm. yeah And I really identify with how you said scheduling things in from going to the gym to catching up with your girlfriends, because the reality is if we don't do that, it won't happen. It doesn't happen. I I find that. mm, Absolutely. And we schedule, you know, (laughs) we, we schedule in work commitments and meetings and things like that. So to me, it just makes sense that you, you schedule other things that are just as important. Mm, For sure. Because you know, you've committed. And if you've committed to something, you're more likely that you'll actually do it. Do Whereas it. if you're not, you're just like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or another day or I ran out of time. Or And it's often those things that we let slip 
and then the other things take over and then we end up yeah. being exhausted or burnt out. Or, so that just is equally as important, I find. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Can you draw on a, a challenge or think of a challenge that you've learnt a really valuable lesson from, whether it's directly business-related or more on a personal level that's helped you progress through the last few years in your businesses? Uh, I definitely think it is taking accountability on yourself. So, there's so look with a business with multiple businesses. There's just so many challenges, and I think it's not being hard on yourself as well. If things don't go as planned, plan as much as possible. Definitely, I'm with with, with that one. Uh, but sometimes things don't go as planned, so it's just being able to you know pivot, adapt to to situations that may arise quickly and being able just to, you know, take that in your stride and say, well, you know, that didn't work out, but this is what we're going to do instead. So I, I think there's just so, there's just so many. Always have a backup plan, I think. Because we do have the tendency to be pretty hard on ourselves sometimes and yeah, giving ourselves a break every now and then. Yeah. And, you know, if you need to schedule it in, schedule it in. And, you know, if not, then for me, what I've done in my businesses is I've just integrated things into being part of my lifestyle. So I don't have a huge social life because obviously I'm very busy. So, you know, now I have networking events that I run for ladies in business or ladies looking for inspiration and they become my social events. I go to events for other businesses, other companies to network, to leverage relationships or, you know, see things that are happening in the markets, business launches that I host or events that I might be, you know, managing. And they become part of my social, that's my social life. That becomes part of my social life. So I've just integrated it together. So it's really about a, a lifestyle, lifestyle approach. Mm. It's a lifestyle now. It's not so much, oh, you're always working. This is my lifestyle. I take an extra 10 minutes in the shower every day just to, you know, relax and take that piece for myself. A cup of tea every single day. For, you know 10 minutes before bed but that's for me that's you know my self-care part of my self-care routine it's taking these things into my lifestyle that I do every day just having those little practices or yeah healthy habits in your daily healthy routine. habits exactly so critical. and then it doesn't feel like you're working every day of your life and you you know you're burnt out or you're exhausted because it's like your life is balancing through enjoying your work getting to be around good people and you know that's just all part of what life is it's your lifestyle work becomes part of your lifestyle could not agree more I really like that um holistic approach and that it's a lifestyle approach not this is work this is play it's it's um, yeah yeah. because people always say to me what about that work-life balance I don't really have work-life balance because everything's integrated you know my social circle have become people that I do business with or friends that I now do business with or people that are, you know, I'm inspired by, I reach out to them and I want, I befriend them because I want them in my life. That kind of integrates in together. And I feel like too, it's just an organic way to uh, meet like-minded people and women who are on the same page as you and interested in the same things. So it all kind of works in together. Yeah. No, it's really, really good. And that's what works for me to be everyone's different. I think it's just recognizing that there are people out there that are different to me. Um, 
you know, you're different to me. Everyone is different, but it's getting to know yourself and knowing what works for you and then working on that. How do you think the landscape for women in business is changing and developing? What do you think the future for women in business looks like? Well, I have to be honest, I love the way it's looking at the moment because I feel like there's just so much more freedom. You've got the the ability to make your own choices. Um, you know, you can now be a, a mum and a wife and run a business or work full time. Like you get to make that choice. Whereas previously, I feel like I, I'd love the traditional approach and I have so much respect for, you know, women that have been at home housewives and dedicated their lives just to, you know, being a wife and a mother. So much respect for it. But I find that with these days that you've now got the option if you want to do more or if you want to do less or like it's in your, the ball's in your court now. So that's what I love. It's moving to be more open-minded, more opportunities. There's not so much you know, restrictions on, well, you know, you've got kids now, so you're going to have to take a step back with your career. It's more like, well, I've got kids now, I'm managing those kids in. Like I've got clients, for example, um, you know, they sometimes are like, look, I've got my little one with me. I'm like, that's no problem. That's fine. I've had to bring her along today because I need, couldn't miss the meeting, but I had, I had her with me, so I had to bring her. So I love that that is being more socially acceptable and that it, people are more open-minded about it. So I think it's a positive step towards you know a bigger and brighter future for women in the workplace and you know just being able to take your your life into your own hands and make your own decisions without any restrictions of you know what others are thinking or saying around you I absolutely agree I think the options for women um, are definitely a lot more open and I really feel like and this is such a positive positive thing and I really love this influence on young, younger girls who are growing up in this environment where there can be a lot of neg- negativity, um, mm. that there is this really positive movement towards empowering women, but then also... Yeah, and then so, sticking together as well. Yeah, and society accepting that and embracing it and encouraging women to be encouraging more it, yeah. diverse in w- the life that they want to create for themselves. Yeah. Mm. I love it. Love it. Perfect. So what is next for you, Jada? What's on your agenda for the next six months or the end of t- to the end of 2019? Uh, so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I begin, um, it she says? Like it, it's, never, um, it's never ending, but that's just, mm. you know, again, as I said, part of my, my business, my lifestyle. Uh, for me at the moment, it's really just um, head down, bum up. It's just, mm. you know, getting my team uh, really mentored and growing in their positions so that's a huge thing for me is getting my my team in all three of my businesses really stable um, and also as well with boss ladies and boss media is just growing it I really want to grow the brand grow our reputation um, grow our skills so at the moment we're just looking to focus on growth and you know, learning, learning as much as we can about businesses out there and helping them and impacting them and knowing that we are going to be the one-stop shop and that, you know, we're, we're going to follow up on what we say we're going to do. So, so that's pretty much the, the next six months to see the year out. Uh, we've got two more events, two more networking events coming and numerous educational workshops. Uh, we're, lo- we're looking at traveling down to Melbourne this year as well. We're getting a lot of insight from people down in Melbourne so it could possibly be three networking events this year 
uh, which we're looking into at the moment as well. So it's just, it's really just focus and growth for us at the moment. It's exciting expanding into yeah. to Melbourne and expanding that community and reach. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, baby steps, but we're definitely working towards our full potential as a team. Love it. And I like to finish with this question and I'm really excited to hear what you're going to say. What is something specific that you're working on right now, aspiring to achieve or self-development or education you are doing that lives the values of Be The Girl podcast? I love this one too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for me, it's just honestly building self-esteem and using, you know, the power of self-talk and positive affirmations every single day to get me staying in the right mindset as well and just continuing to learn from people around me you know listening to others and understanding where they've been what they've been through and what you can take away from their life experiences or their business journeys is something that I absolutely live for because like you never know the shoes that someone else has walked in Um, And it's great to hear perspective from other people, what their thoughts and views are and try to share their experience with them as well. So I love that. And that's another thing I love about the podcast is that you've got such diverse ladies on there and every single one I'm learning from different, you know, different things they're saying and things that they're doing and I'm inspired in different ways. So thank you so much, Hayley. I really appreciate your time and thank you for letting me, you know, be featured. I'm I'm truly thankful. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really, that just makes me so happy to hear you say that because that was definitely, you know, a, a goal for the podcast. I wanted it to be diverse. So obviously it's yeah. about business and career and, and balance, yeah. but I did want it to be quite diverse because we really can just all learn something from each other, whether yeah. You know, you could be working in a completely different industry or you could be, you know, a mum or you could be um, a young business entrepreneur like this, but we really can just learn so much from each other. And yeah, so I'm so happy that you're finding it valuable and everything that we've spoken about today definitely lives the values of Be The Girl podcast, 110%. So I'm so happy hearing that. Yeah, I'm... (laughs) this has been such an amazing chat and um yeah thank you so much for sharing all of your wonderful knowledge and I think just your honesty too is you really are genuine and honest and thank you that really shines through in everything that you do so thank you so thank much you. I appreciate your kind words amazing well um enjoy the rest of your day and look forward to to seeing what happens the rest of the year and hopefully I can get along to one of your events they yes sound, I would love that yeah so they sound in the Gold Coast soon. amazing yes <laughs> yes please do <laughs> bring it to you I'll get you on I'll get you on the panel yes love it <laughs> awesome. awesome thank you so much Hayley thank you have a great day you too How amazing is Jada? I hope you got as much out of listening to this episode as I did chatting with Jada all about her journey. For all the latest Boss Lady Events updates, follow their official Instagram at Boss Lady Event and also check out Boss Media Co at Boss Media Co underscore and head over to bossladyevents.com.au for more information. Thank you so much for joining me today and I look forward to chatting to you again soon for the next episode of Be The Girl podcast.